Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. In this week's news, in the world of paranormal, conspiracy, and strange, there have been multiple reports of UFO sightings increasing over the Ukraine. The New York Post reported this week, the surprising claims were outlined in a new research paper. Ukraine astronomers claim UFOs everywhere over Kiev. Now, in the past, we had reports of UFOs shutting down nuclear plants, showing up over war zones. There was the LA incident where there was an object spotted over Los Angeles and the military shot at it, a barrage. And this was during the time of the attacks in World War II with the Japanese in Pearl Harbor with the United States. So there's claims and conspiracies that if aliens are indeed real, that aliens trying are trying to stop war, nuclear um, explosions and nuclear war so that this earth will remain inhabitable for everyone here and potentially them to come. So now that this war has been going on now for damn near almost a year at this point, there has been multiple reports of UFOs, UAPs, as the military calls them now, over the Ukraine. So that's something that I will be tackling next week in the new episode for next week, and uh, just stay tuned for that. And lastly, my favorite show I discovered came back on Discovery Plus on the Travel Channel, Paranormal Court on Camera. I saw that it airs every Sunday now. They have a really weird schedule with how they have a few episodes and then basically shut down a season and then continue another new season or just continue episodes. So there, the Paranormal Court on Camera is back on Discovery Plus. It's one of the best shows if you're looking for video from actual people and then in-depth review from paranormal investigators and folklorists detailing what they see in the video sent in to the show. And speaking of that, if you are a follower of my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast Instagram, this week I actually saw something strange in the sky. Uh, going to Yonkers, New York, and then on the way back to a location, me and my wife were in the car and we looked up and saw something. And when we were parked at the location we were going to, we were able to film and in the video, you hear her saying to me, give me the phone, give me the phone. I see something else in the sky and I was locked onto this black object and I kept telling her, I'm, I'm locked on it, don't let me move the camera. And I ended up catching a glimpse of something else in the video. So essentially there was two objects that I was recording and something that she had seen. It went on Reddit, it was posted on the UFO thread and um, it was something that I can't explain. A lot of people are saying it was a, a turkey vulture Certain people say it was a kite. Now, I seen this with my own eyes. I was filming with my phone. I was looking not just with my phone, through my phone. I was looking out with my own eyes. What I saw was not a vulture. I can confirm that because I've never seen them in Yonkers before. It was really high up there. It was in the sky for quite some time. Even birds need to come and move from the same from a spot. This was in the same spot. Definitely wasn't a kite. I don't think kites can go 10,000 something feet. As far as it being a drone, I didn't hear any sounds. It was pretty big if it was a drone. And the second object moved so fast that I caught on camera. And I saw it with my own eyes as well. That I don't think it was a bird nor a drone 
um, or any other aircraft. It's certainly an exceptional sighting that I saw. And uh, I did put it on Reddit and on my Instagram page. So if you're interested in seeing what I saw this past week, go on SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram to check out the videos. Now we're doing a conspiracy episode for my 72nd episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast about something that became controversial in the last 8 to 10 years. Vaping. Now vaping became popular or really invented in 2003 by a Chinese scientist who wanted to create an alternate healthy option for people that smoked cigarettes. The e-cigarette was invented in 2003 by pharmacist Han Lick, who initially developed the device to serve as an alternate convenient option for smoking. In addition to the battery component, an e-cigarette compromises and compares and uses an atomizer cartridge and containing either a nicotine or a non-nicotine liquid solution. It became very popular. Now, the reason I'm doing this episode is I still to this day vape. And the reason I vape wasn't because I was a smoker. I'll be honest with you, the only time I ever picked up a cigarette in my life was if I was out at a bar drinking and I needed something to like kind of like just even out myself and it's a sociable thing and yes i'm not proud that i smoke but no one is perfect uh but you know you go out and you drink and you have a cigarette and that's that but i never really smoked and what i did do was i chewed tobacco i was a big time baseball softball player i got heavy into playing softball, everyone chewed. And I started with the chewing tobacco um, through a friend at a Met game. And we went to the Met game. He said, save your beer cup. And he pulled out this tin and gave me a pouch and I put it in my mouth. And he's like, you know, try not to spit into the cup too much just when it gets, you know, whatever. And I ended up kind of liking it and unfortunately taking a little bit of an addiction to chewing tobacco as much as people... Um, believe it or not, do. And I wanted to find a way off of chewing because I knew that chewing tobacco, the effects long-term that could potentially happen are pretty bad. You know, losing your teeth, your gums getting decayed and cancers from your tongue to your throat to your, you know, your mouth and any, any kind of cancer within your mouth vicinity could come from chewing tobacco. So I found the vaping solution to try to combat chewing tobacco. And what I ended up doing was I started with the e-hookahs that were sold in gas stations. You know, you go in and you'd see this hookah-flavored vape thing. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And I bought one and, you know, you smoke it and it tasted like strawberry. And hookah became popular when I would... This was like, I would say, around 2013 to 14, 2012, where you started seeing more options for the vaping. You saw, you know, the boxes starting to come out with the cartridges and the changing coils and everything. You started seeing it more around then. 2003, there was like disposable ones out, like the e-hookah things, the e-cigars, and you took a couple of hits and pretty much it would last only like 30 to 40 puffs, but it was something. So I looked into buying my own vape kit and I ended up doing so. A lot of shops started opening up and I bought one And I got a couple of flavors and I ended up really, really enjoying it. And I found myself, instead of chewing at baseball and softball games, I ended up chewing at 
just those games and not doing it at home because I was doing it at both spots. I was doing it at home. I was doing it on the field. So it was a little too much. So in moderation, you can end up getting rid of a bad habit. You know, when you're smoking heavily two packs, three packs a day, and you cut down to one pack a day, and then sometimes you cut down to two, three cigarettes a day, eventually if you're weaning yourself off something, that's how you do it. So the vaping was helping me combat the chewing tobacco. And I got into it a little bit more. I ended up buying two devices, one for home, one for me to bring out. And before you knew it, everybody had vapes and basically softball fields became, the dugouts became vaping and people were weaning their way off of chewing tobacco. And another thing that you started seeing was people that smoked ended up getting rid of the habit of smoking cigarettes. They saw that this was an alternative to smoking. It tasted better. The smell was a little bit more pleasant. You know, there are people, many people, that don't like to be next to someone that smoked that smokes cigarettes. The smell, in my opinion, is not a good smell. I My dad smoked cigarettes since when I grew up. Like when growing up, he was smoking Marble Red. At the time, smoking Marble cigarettes, you could save the points on the carton and send them in to get certain things from the Marble catalog. And we had damn near every Marble product because of my father smoking cigarettes. And I just remember the smell. And I remember at the time going into diners and places and you were allowed to smoke still inside. And it wasn't really the greatest of smells. So vaping, essentially you could pick out a flavor that smelled like strawberries and watermelons and cream flavors and chocolate and peanut butter. And people were finding that it's better to smoke that than smoking a cigarette for the taste and the afterglow, if you will, of the vape. And what started happening is people started to convert from cigarette smokers to vapors. And what I saw happen fairly quickly is the vaping industry was blowing up. You had Juul that became a thing. You could see that you'd buy them at gas stations. And it was a vape stick that you could charge. And their flavors were mango. Um, They had coffee, they had vanilla, mint, menthol, and then two different flavors of tobacco for the Juul. And people started going from cigarettes to the Juul because it was very convenient. It's a very small stick and you were able to um, pop up cartridge in, charge it in your car, charge it at home. And instead of going to light a cigarette, just pull out the little nifty stick instead of a big device for vaping or a pack of cigarettes. And you were able just to hit the stick, get a couple of flavors. And that was. And that was that. You were able to get that jewel and the nicotine that you wanted at any point, any time. They were widely available. They were in 7-Elevens. They were in CVS. So then we started seeing something odd happen. And this is my opinion. Within 2013 to 2014, New York State implemented a tax increase on tobacco products. Now, if you're a smoker, what's going to end up happening is you are going to end up buying cigarettes, cigars, pipe tobacco, wrappers for weed, rolling or rolling your own tobacco, black and mild, you are going to buy your tobacco, your addiction at all costs. So the New York state was one of the states that increased the tobacco, 
I think some astronomical number, I think 70%, something to that extent, in tobacco increased. And now you have the vaping becoming popular and Juul becoming popular. And people were really trying to find a way to wean off of cigarettes, not only for the smell and the health concerns of cigarettes, but the a fact that it's becoming expensive. And you started seeing a lot of people transitioning from smoking because of the health concerns, the smell, and now the sales increase in tobacco to jewels, which were becoming more widely available. Now, on September 17th, in 2019, New York State, the state with, the, with pretty much the cost of living in New York, especially the city, is so high, they took action to ban the vaping flavors from all products. And that would include the vape stores essentially selling anything vaped, um, anything differently flavored from menthol or regular nicotine tobacco flavor. So you've seen a lot of vape stores trying to protest and take lawsuits and take action that it was a hit to their stores and their livelihood, which it was most once. 100% was. And you started seeing prior to that warning labels on vaping products. This this contains nicotine. This may cause cancer. This may do this. So you started seeing everything that cigarettes for years had on vaping products and now a heavy, heavy restriction on flavored vaping products. And that was just act one. And then Juul, just recently in June, got completely shut down. And now they're combating to bring it back via going through the FDA. And Juul products are on pause. But oddly enough, in certain spots throughout the New York City area, because I live in New York City, you still see vaping products. So I don't understand what's quite going on. But anyways, you could see that they're trying to really hit and strike down vaping and and just almost everything now not just the the color the flavored and the colorful fruity flavors but the devices and stores one store near me already got shut down so they put the warning labels they knocked out the the flavors and now we're coming to see that vaping is almost just becoming illegal now my question to everybody that's listening about this podcast is in 1969, Congress passed a Public Health Cigarette Smoking Act, and that would be Public Law 91-222, which prohibited cigarette advertising on television, radio, and required that each cigarette package contain the label, warning, the Surgeon General has determined that cigarette smoking is dangerous. Now, this is 1969, quite some time ago, understandable. But throughout the years, we actually see how much of a significant effect that cigarettes cause to your health. And right here, where I'm going to read this from Google. Everybody knows the effects of smoking. We have so many people per year die of lung cancer from cigarettes, throat cancer from cigarettes, other diseases that come from cigarettes. We have mouth cancers, tongue cancers, throat cancers, lung cancers. Um, smoking causes cancer of the heart, stroke, lung disease, 
diabetes, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is known as COPD, which includes emphysema, emphysema and chronic bronchitis. Smoking also can increase the risk for tuberculosis, certain eye diseases, and problems of the immune system, including rheumatoid arthritis. The amount of strength and power they took to within, let's be real, it became popular vaping in 2003, but in 2013 to, to now, vaping really took over. And they went super hard by knocking people's businesses and livelihoods out, by banning fruit flavors, jewels, and putting restrictions on what places can sell, totally almost crippling the vaping industry. But cigarettes are still allowed to be sold damn near everywhere. With the tax. Now, what's to gain by going so hard on vaping? but still letting cigarettes run rampant. Now, granted in Walgreens and CVS, you can't they can't sell tobacco in there no more. You don't see cigarettes in, in Walgreens and CVSs no more. I don't know if that's just New York, but I know for sure you don't see that in New York City. You don't go into there, can't buy Newports, Marbells, Camels, anything no more in there. Cigars, nothing. But why were they going so hard on the vape and just taking minor action? Cigarettes, warning labels can't do commercials, certain things like that. Well, let's just take New York, for instance. Sales tax went up 70-something percent for tobacco. People are still buying cigarettes. In affiliation with cigarettes comes the health that will happen if you keep on smoking. You get lung cancer, you go to the hospital. Now, you're paying the hospital, and the hospital essentially has to give money to the state as well. It's one big circle of you make them sick because you know they're going to keep smoking cigarettes. Take away their healthy alternative and the money just keeps circulating. That's why you're never going to see ever cigarettes become illegal to the extent and the limits and, and feats that they went to get rid of vaping. The tobacco industry was taking a hit when vaping became popular. I know 10 people in my life that switched from cigarette smoke to vaping and they they said the effects of vaping were you get cloud cloudy lungs you can get coughing you can have headaches you could but in one small span of i think 3 months people were d dying from vaping because they were buying fake cartridges with a certain liquid within the cartridge that was affecting their lungs and essentially having their lungs collapse and die. And they used that one or two instances, which they knew what was the effect. People from the vaping industry said, this is the reason. People are buying fake cartridges and smoking it. This is the reason they're dying. This is not our product. This is a, um, a fake that they're buying. And this is why it's happening. But they used that one scenario and essentially took it to the level where all vaping is bad. But they never did that with cigarettes, ever. So they were saying that vaping is a crisis, we have to get rid of vaping, and made vaping to be the all-out evil when cigarettes and drinking was completely fine. And like I said, with cigarette smoke comes the medical bills, comes the cancer treatment, comes the tax to New York 
to other states that have taxing on cigarettes. And it's all one big money-making scheme. And the only way to keep that money circulating is by getting rid of their competitor. And where did we see a similar category or comparison? COVID. Where ivermectin was shot down as a treatment and most recently has been posted on sites as a treatment for COVID when just a year and change or even less people like Joe Rogan and even the former president were getting mocked by by saying ivermectin they were using it and it was an alternative treatment to the vaccine and just recently got added to web pages as a treatment for COVID because the vaccine even though it was free money was to be had so you knock out the competitor the healthier option the healthier treatment so that the person that could make the more more money more money has no competition so vaping was getting tackled heavily and now we're seeing vaping liquids be hard to come by jewels fighting to jewel trying to fight to keep their company open and sell their products because smoking makes more money smoking causes cancer it's all over the box we know this we know how many people die per year let's get the exact number how many people die per year smoking Cigarette smoking is estimated to cause the following. More than 480,000 deaths annually, including deaths from secondhand smoke. Which, if I asked you, the audience, what would you rather, who would you rather stand next to while they're doing their quote-unquote bad habit? A guy smoking Newports or a guy smoking a strawberry cookie-flavored vape? Secondhand smoke, 278,544 deaths annually among men, including deaths from secondhand smoke, 201,770 threats annually among women, including deaths from secondhand smoke. Let's put in vaping and see what Google, the non-biased search engine, has to say. A total of 68, this is from Google, Showing results how many people die per year from vaping. A total of 68 deaths linked to vaping products have been confirmed as of February 18, 2020 among 27 states and the District of Columbia. At least one death linked to a vaping product. At least two deaths linked to a vaping product. This is what Google says. First thing you can read compared to 400 80,000 deaths per year of smoking cigarettes and the government and the FDA and certain states like New York and California are going so hard on the vaping industry. The first result on Google when typing that in, 480,000 compared to 68,000, 68 deaths with vaping. What is the healthier option? What is the healthier option here? I just read it from Google. 
They know tobacco is worse than vaping, but they're going so hard to keep people people from doing the healthy alternative. Just like ivermectin was healthier in many people's opinion without it being shadowed by the COVID, you know, vaccine strongholds was healthier than the vaccine. We're seeing a lot of things happen now in the last... A lot of people were so adamant about the vaccine. We're seeing a lot of stuff now with COVID and the vaccine and people catching it three or four times when they could have took ivermectin or people not get vaccinated and not get it as much because there's been a study saying that COVID, people that don't have the vaccine tend to not catch it, especially the newer evolved stages of the COVID virus. Other things like Oh, well, if you take this pill, you can lose weight. Hydroxycut, years ago, had a certain ingredient in it that was letting people lose weight. I forgot the name of the ingredient that was in Hydroxycut, this diet pill. People were losing weight from it. Using somewhat of a nice diet, people were losing weight. Started catching on to that. Can't have people lose weight. Can't have people look good. Can't do that. We need obese people. We need heart disease. We need them to eat them way into the hospital. You see this all the time. Certain subjects. And all you have to really do is research. Google. Two minutes. Effects of smoking per year. Deaths. Deaths and effects of vaping. Two minutes, you could see for yourself which is the healthier option. It's all about money. Weed is illegal now, pretty much everywhere. They were arresting people for selling weed because there was no way, in my opinion, to get the money for the government. Greedy government, greedy cities, greedy cities and states. Now, they're legalizing it because they're finding a way they can tax weed to make money. Another thing is, how could you tax vaping? There's nicotine in it. There's no tobacco. You cannot tax vapors and the people that sell it because there's no tobacco. So that's another way, another way they were taking a hit. Not the tobacco industry. Well, yes, the tobacco industry because people are switching to vaping. But the government, the cities, the states, how can we tax them? Well, we could tax them for opening the store and selling a product. You know, taxes on on the storefront. But how can we tax them for what they're selling? So tobacco was taking a hit because people are switching over. And the government, cities and states are taking a hit because we can't tax them on this product. It's like smoking, but we can't tax them because it's not tobacco. Why do you think they went so hard on vaping? They were losing money. Vaping, in my opinion, is not bad for you. I vape. Okay, look. Just blew out a nice puff right now. I've been vaping for years. I've cut back on chewing tobacco. I used to chew tobacco every single day. Three times, four times a day. In my car when I used to work at this hospital. From site to site. I had a bottle and I had water. And I chewed and I spit. And I used to do it all day. And then I would go into... My softball games, I play Call of Duty with it, 
every single day I used to chew. I switched over to vaping, now I vape. I don't feel any different. I don't feel shortness of breath. I don't feel like my teeth are going to fall out. They're taking hits from people switching over from the tobacco use, whether it be cigars, smoking. Mind you, I do love cigars. They're a little healthier option than cigarettes. But from chewing tobacco, cigars, pipe tobacco, cigarettes, switching over to vaping, and they're taking a hit and they're losing their minds because now we can't treat X amount of number of people for lung cancer or throat cancer or any other type of cancer, emphysema or pneumonia and get that money in our pocket because they switched over to vaping. But they'll throw bullshit at you that this is what vaping does to you and it's a bad thing. Yes, kids should not be smoking anything. When your kid turns 18 years old, they can do whatever they want like I did when I turned 18. Turned 18, I started smoking cigars. I always loved the smell of cigars when I walked on my Italian neighborhood and the old men would walk by and I would turn to my grandmother as she was taking me to a bagel shop or wherever she was taking me in the morning while she watched me. And as the old man passed down the street smoking his cigar, I said, Grandma, I'm going to smoke a cigar when I grow up. It smells good. And I did. At 18. Yes, vaping and smoking of any type before 18 years old is not good for kids. shouldn't be done. But when your kid turns 18, it's they are the quote-unquote adult. Let them do what they want. So yes, vaping in schools under the age of 18 is bad. That should be combated. But going so hard on industries that are actually trying to better people should be very frowned upon. And I've seen when the battle was surging from 2013 to now, vaping pages on Instagram, and I'm going to give a shout out to Beards Vape on Westchester Square in the Bronx. That's a place that I was going to for a while because they opened up and it was right near my house. They had so much people talk and so many things posted about vaping and so much fighting. They're doing the right thing. They're making a livelihood. They're helping people. You go into that store, you feel welcomed. They help you out. What do you need? And now they're fighting to stay open because how can they sell anything? Helping people. Alternatively, from getting off something that is known to kill people annually 480,000 plus because vaping can't make the government money. Now, how did government recover? Fines. Oh, you're selling this product? You're not supposed to. You're going to get hit with a fine. There's one store where I live that was on Tremont. was one of the first stores I went to where I bought a lot of products from. Closed down became too hard for them to stay open. You want to switch from smoking cigarettes, smoke something that tastes better, but you can't sell that flavored fruity color. You can only sell the tobacco flavor. Well, I want to get rid of smoking cigarettes. Why would I want to go from smoking a cigarette to smoking something that tastes like a cigarette and kind of nastier because tobacco flavor doesn't taste good. It's all about money. Everything that doesn't make sense comes down to one color green money the tobacco industry and the fda in my opinion are all in cahoots amongst other subjects and categories in the health field as well but we won't get into that too much I mentioned covid 
because it's pretty more apparent now. People can start to see like it's not working. That's another story. FDA, big tobacco mafia, they're in cahoots to suppress the vaping industry because they were losing money. And the government can't make money off the vaping industry as much as they can make off of tobacco. And that's what it comes down to. This has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to run my podcast about paranormal and conspiracies such as this. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is from Spotify that allows you to get your podcasting idea out there with all the tools you need entirely free. You can post your podcast once you get the idea on outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Breaker, and many other podcasting outlets. So if you have an idea, download the Anchor app and get your podcasting idea out there. If you want to find me on Instagram, social media, SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.